it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode two of the Theme Park Stand Podcast. Yeah, let's go. This week we're going to be talking about winter chill out. Um, it's going to be a super interesting episode. We have me, a first time attendee, and Chris, how many times have you gone? I believe this was my fourth trip. Oh, yeah. So you really have been a couple of times. So um, I'm really excited for this episode. I think we're going to have some pretty fun and unique um, perspectives with the experience Chris has and the lack of experience with winter chill out I have. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get into it. Yeah. And I know a lot, a lot of people say, you know, like it's the same thing over and over, but I mean, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, but I feel like it is for a good cause. Like, why not? I'm just going to, you know, I live close enough. I'll go every year. I'll be that guy. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, and I, I'm going to ask the first thing I, it was killing me not to ask you before the episode. Um, I've heard 6,000 people say that the self-guided portions, the years that were self-guided were better. What are your thoughts on that? I 100% agree. (laughs) Um, and just that being said, it's like, you can go at your pace. You're there as long until you get there until you want to leave or whenever the last time you're like, you have, you have to leave by three, 3 PM. I think you get there at nine. So, um, it was nice, you know, you just got to do whatever you wanted to, um, you know, within the rules that they set and at your own pace, just kind of walk through every stop and you don't have to like try to keep up with a group when you're trying to take video or, or pictures like that. So I definitely agree. And I feel like there were probably some, well, actually, I don't know now. I thought that they weren't going to do the self-guided tours because of dragster, but yeah, we'll get into the, get into that in a little bit. Yeah, I do see, um, I definitely think it was the combination of the construction. Um, yes. And again, like Chris just said, we're going to get into it. Um, but if you don't know, Cedar Point has a decent amount of construction going on right now, which is what, um, made them do guided for this year. Um, but yeah, there was definitely a, a lot of construction. Yeah. The, uh, the whole boardwalk where Wicked Twister was the boardwalk section now is, it's unrecognizable um, or will definitely unrecognizable now with all the construction and, and, and the new coaster there. Um, but it's going to look good. You know, uh, I'm going to miss wicked twister and I don't know if a wild mouse will suffice, but it is what it is. I do. However, as much as anyone um, says the wild mouse doesn't make sense. I, I think it makes a lot of sense though. Um, Cedar point, Obviously, Cedar Point has some of the most intense and some of the best coasters. They they have a great co- a great coaster collection. Um, we all know that we can't really fight that. They have a great coaster collection. But when it comes to families and when it comes to the younger kids, they don't really have that much. So I think the Wild Mouse is going to be, as much as we hate to admit it, it's going to be a really good addition to Cedar Point. I think. Yeah, I would have to agree. You know, they they only had the two. The Vacoma Junior Coaster and the the super old Intamin Kitty Coaster, um, so I definitely agree it was much needed in the park. You know, I guess if it had if I had to sacrifice any Intamin at Cedar Point, it would have been it would have been Wicked Twister, sadly. Yeah, as much as I hate to admit it, I think it would have been too. Um, especially looking at overall the maintenance costs, um, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. <laughs> but I do know this. I know that I was told at one point in time that it was about $800 per launch every ride cycle. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. That's really expensive. Also, word I was looking for, capacity. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. The capacity doesn't touch the capacity of the other intimates from my understanding. So it, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, And speaking of capacity, I know that one thing with the new coaster um, was the moving. It's going to have a moving station, continuous moving station. So that should help. I've never seen a wild mouse do that personally. So I don't know what to expect. Yeah. I'm, I was really surprised when they announced that um, what, 
that was probably one of the most surprised I was out of the announcements that they made. Um, I'm really interested to see how that works and how that, I feel like that's a lot of room for like maintenance nightmare for being completely honest. So I'm interested to see if they like that decision and how it, how it does overall. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And that like maintenance or uh, yeah, maintenance, maybe a maintenance nightmare. I don't know if Zamperla has ever done this on a coaster before yet. Um, And then what about kids that are like iffy about getting on and they're taking forever and they don't know what they're doing? Is that going to continuously stop the station from moving and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so I do. I would imagine that they have something in place kind of like I know on Hagrid's motorbike, they can like if they absolutely have to, they can slow that platform down if they need to. And if they absolutely have to, there is a way for them to stop the platform to allow riders to get on. Um so I do have experience with a slower platform. Um, I decided to ride Hagrid's with a potentially broken ankle. It was not broken, luckily. Um, but I did hop my way onto the ride from the moving platform. Um, but they were able to slow it down, and it was definitely doable. So I'd imagine that would be easier for kids if they need to. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it, it's definitely a good fit and definitely a great location for that for that in the park um with the with it being like pretty much on the beach i would say close enough yeah it's definitely a good location it's gonna fit the boardwalk theming really well i think yeah and then just some another thing with going back to um how i like to go every year and it supports a charity they ended up raising i believe it's a record amount this year with one hundred and fifty thousand dollars going to a kid again yeah, they they did mention that in our tour too. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars is a huge thing. That event definitely seems like it's worth it. And from my understanding, um, all of the employees that work that day are also volunteers, so they don't really even have much out. Like they don't really have much cost to put on the uh, right at all. And I I I, I don't ever i don't remember hearing anything about the food but i am assuming that the park is donating that food for lunch for everybody instead of paying for it with the money that they used for tickets and whatnot yeah i would imagine it seems like a pretty big event for them so i would imagine they're doing that yeah yeah and then <laughs> did so you saw the the uh the giant model of steel vengeance right yeah that was insane did anyone, do you know anyone that even put in for that? Because all I could think is like, who, who has the space for this? Like that thing was huge. It was huge. I said to myself, I was like, I'm not even going to waste my money on this because there's nowhere I can put it. I can't get it anywhere in my, into any door in my house. I know. I was like, I love the calls and I'd love to buy a raffle ticket. But at the same time, if I win this, I, I, what like yeah. what are you doing? Kind of, put it in my garage or something i guess I, <laughs> my car parked out forever yeah like i just kept looking at it and i was like i can't justify like what if i win i have no idea what to do with this so the winner of that steel vengeance uh, model huge model ended up saying he didn't want it <laughs> so no. I don't know who else had it now, but the first guy was like, no, uh, never mind. I don't, I don't really want it. So somebody else has it now. I don't know who, but I remember seeing that a couple, like a day after it was probably Monday after the Sunday portion of the, the event. Yeah. That's insane. Like I, I would imagine, like, I feel like your only option is really to donate that to someone who actually has the space, like that roller coaster museum or whatever in Texas, like mm-hmm. you, you have to do something like that because I can't imagine anyone has the space. That thing was like. It's not fitting through any normal door in a house. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Like who's going to get it inside their house somehow. You have to take it apart somehow. I'm sitting here like it's not going to fit in my bedroom. Bitch, it's not even going to fit up my stairs. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even going to fit into my house. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. That's impressive though. Yeah. That's a, that was a big ass model. Yeah, and from what um, someone was telling me that, like, it actually has a train and it runs too. That I don't know. That'd be sweet though. I know. It was like that's kind of insane. I didn't. Uh, I didn't spend that much time there. Like, arcade was like insane when we were in there. Um, but 
Yeah, someone was telling me that it has a train on it and it is capable of like running the course of the track, which is crazy. It belongs in a museum. Yeah, it definitely does. It's if it runs the track and all of that, that's definitely that's a masterpiece there. Yeah. So what stop did you guys hit up first once you started your tour? Yeah, so for me, our tour, our first stop was the um the trains. Okay. Okay. Oh, like, um, oh, yeah. I'm drawing a blank. like the, uh, the railroad. Oh, yeah. The railroad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then we started the opposite way. I, we started off at laundry. Oh man. No, not, no, not laundry, not laundry. Where did we start? Costume, the costumes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I thought the train shed was pretty cool they have a ton i have more engines than i thought they did just sitting yeah there. i was kind of surprised that they had so many engines i like i'll be completely honest that was probably the i won't say the least interesting thing because the the laundry room was pretty boring <laughs> for me personally um but it's just like not really my thing um but it definitely it i wasn't expecting them to have like a whole entire maintenance area for them like I don't know. I guess I didn't expect them to actually be real. Yeah. Trains. Yeah. Very real. Very real trains. Um, yeah, I thought it was all right. So then after that, you went to what? Millie's Tunnel? Right Millie. Yeah. So it was freezing. Um, oh, it was freezing for you all day. It, it got warm for us midday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Millie was freezing. No snow. And it was a cool tour, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're just in the tunnels. You don't get to, you know. I mean, those are things that you, I, I enjoy them just because you don't get to do this every day. You don't get to do that every day. Um, and just the picture opportunity, picture the photograph opportunities of Millennium Force. What a beautiful coaster! Yeah, it is a really beautiful coaster. I was really excited to get um, photos on it and like different angles from it. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So our so the stop so we were going backwards. So we went through Slaughterhouse first. Um the haunt maze that they have there which I think we walked through that in about 1.5 seconds. Uh, we didn't stop to look anything. We just went straight through, no stopping or anything. And haunts at the Cedar Fair parks they're all right. The the mazes and whatnot. Yeah. Um I I <laughs> So I was, I, the last season or last fall was the first time I actually did mazes in years and I was pre fully prepared to be totally scared, but definitely not. I thought they were fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm a complete baby when it comes to haunts and mazes and stuff. And I did, I think I did most of their houses this last season and like, they weren't bad. They just weren't like anything too crazy for me but yeah we did the same thing we like we didn't even stop we just like walked through it it was the quickest part like that was easily the quickest part of the tour yeah. um it also like i don't know if it's just our group was big and we we were like really spread out um but we didn't even really know that's what we were doing until we walked into the door and we were like oh we're in a haunted house like we we're like we yeah. had no idea that this is what we were walking into yeah um, it was a little like crazy. <laughs> there were some uh, some interesting things hanging from the walls in that place in that house, but you would never know that that was a haunted attraction. You know, be walking through the park and just seeing a building, you would just think that's a maintenance shed or something. Yeah, it definitely doesn't look like it. I was I was for sure surprised to see it still up, but it makes sense. Like if they don't need to use that space, it's no need to take it all down. Um, but I did not, I can tell you on my list of things that I thought that I would see at Cedar point for winter chill out, a haunted house was not one of them. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what was that before? So after slaughterhouse or whatever would have been what, like, uh, the Maverick, uh, uh the the what am i thinking the, now i'm forgetting a word the uh the area where you you know the entrance 
Yeah, the Maverick entrance. So that yeah. was probably so. Don't get me wrong. Windsor Chillout was well worth the money. It goes to a great cause. Anything that they did, I would have been happy with. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. I was really upset that like we only went to Maverick side and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like nothing against the event at all. I loved the event. I do it a million times over. I recommend it to anyone. Um, I just personally really wish we had a little more Maverick. I would have preferred that over anything else. Um, and then kind of same with Steel Vengeance. We just kind of like walked over, got pictures with the signs and then left. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I was really surprised that there was nothing for Maverick or Steel Vengeance. Yeah. Um, it was just shocking to me because they're like the biggest, I would, I feel like it's pretty safe to say that they're their biggest attractions. I would a hundred percent agree. Um, Maverick being number one and Steel Vengeance being number two. <laughs> a lot yeah, of people are going to disagree yeah. with that, but it, I mean, why would Steel Vengeance be number one when Twisted Timbers was better? Yeah, there you go. Uh, also, there was this tree. I have the best picture um there was this tree right by the maverick sign where you could see steel vengeance like first the lift hill and the first drop this tree looks just like a mini twisted timbers tree out front so i i was dying i was like look guys i have a photo of twisted timbers (laughs) i saw that i saw that picture and i was like that's perfect i mean it makes total sense it does that tree looks just like the twisted timbers also, yeah. for anyone not watching on video, or if we don't release the video, Ahsoka just joined. Ahsoka! Yeah, the go birds! Look! No, we're not going to do it. No. Go birds! Oh, did you hear the little <laughs> bird? I heard a little one. Go birds! <laughs> but yeah, um, then we went over to Maverick and Steel Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think for us that's when we got about lunchtime okay so oh no that's when we the got the shop, right oh okay i'd say after after i guess before we got to the mavericks sign and and steel vengeance was the like the sign shop where all the signs are and oh i'm not gonna lie i forgot about that the twisted timbers or no no wicked <laughs> twister a wicked twister <laughs> twisted something i don't know the twisted wicked, wicked timbers talent. yeah whatever <laughs> twisted wicked something talent um yeah number one first mention <laughs> yes first ma- mention of talent um the wicked twister sign was pretty awesome i'm not gonna lie that was pretty cool yeah i don't know what it would take, but I feel like they're never, they won't part with that. But if they do Cedar point, listen to me, I need it. I need that. <laughs> You're just going to have like your backyard. <laughs> it's just going to be the giant ass weekend twisters. Yeah. Whenever we have parties over here at the Miller residence, I'll turn, I'll put that sign on the roof, turn, flip it on. And, and you know, there we go. Pool party, everything. So, oh my gosh. So, so then when you're like, oh, I'm on this road and you know, it's, you'll know which house it is. Yeah. Just, just look for the wicked giant twister. wicked twister sign on the roof. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But no, that was awesome. I love that they have it there. And you know, I had to get my picture taken with it. So yeah, I saw that the, it was definitely, I was shocked. I did not think that they were going to have that out. Um, I also loved seeing like the mean streak and the mantis signs. Um, yeah. What Ma- mantis is definitely one of the classic logos from Cedar point. I love oh it. yeah. Cause that was also a super cool um, logo. Like mm-hmm. no, no way. If ands are, but that was a cool logo. I agree. Yeah. Just all the old stuff. Like they had the old like mm-hmm. log flume model. That sitting out there that used to be oh. where Maverick sits now. There used to be a giant log flume there. Um, yeah, they shoot the rapids, right? Uh, Whitewater no? Landing. Oh, okay. I didn't <laughs> I knew that. Shoot the Rapids is now where, where Fran- shoot, shoot Frontier, Forbidden Frontier is now on Millennium Island. Oh, okay. So for anyone who doesn't know this, I've actually only been to Cedar Point. I technically have been there three times. Um we had a really bad experience and my family boycotted Cedar Point for a very long time. Um, so this was actually only my third time ever at the park. Um, so I'm not too familiar with this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's sat out over there on the island. Now there's like the the Sky Coaster sitting on the, a big portion of it now. Okay. All right. Um, I didn't realize that's where it was. Yeah. 
And I think it's pretty cool that they set up some of the prop, the haunt props in the sign shop too. When you're walking through the, the big giant rock dude was alive and breathing. So that was fun. Oh, that was super cool. I almost forgot about that. That was um, a really cool thing to see like in action. Yeah. So I, you know, a lot of people are going to want to know about dragster and yeah. everything about that. So I think we should get into it right now. Yeah, definitely. So <laughs> I couldn't wait to get to Dragster just so I could shit talk. Yeah. I was I was there for it. Um, I was super excited. And then I literally had people, I kept yelling, cause king. Um, and that we didn't need Dragster fixed. And I took people's pictures and made them cheer Kala's King as I took their photos. And I took my own photos in front of the construction site to be like, guys, look, Dragster is dead. Oh, no. Tear. Single tear comes down. <laughs> Single tear. <laughs> um, so I didn't really get... I didn't really hear our tour guide. I don't really know how much information they got, but I can confirm that Topsville Dragster is indeed in pieces, guys, and cause king. Um, so just so everybody else knows, I am not on the side of cause king. <laughs> You're but, wrong. Then again, but then again, you haven't rid road dragster, right? You haven't ridden dragster. Really? You can't I... expose my secret. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, scratch that. You didn't hear that anybody, but I haven't, I haven't been on King to cause. So I don't really know, but all I hear about is that it's rattly. It's very shaky. <laughs> no, cause King, cause King. So, but will <laughs> Cobby King after the work is done? I don't know. Like, I feel like possibly, Possibly not. Also, is yeah. Cobb really king? Like, I really don't. You're right. I've never <laughs> ridden it. For those that don't know, my salty ass had four hours in the park, and I waited 45 minutes, and the ride went down. And I never got to ride it, and I'm so salty. This does not mean that any of my other hot take opinions are wrong. I truly believe them. This is my sole opinion that I do to cope. I, I I solemnly swear that I did not mean to out you on this video on this podcast. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. But Twisted Timbers is still better than Steel Vengeance. Okay. okay. And Talon is still the best BNN member. Okay. I don't know that. <laughs> I have to write Talon still. I don't have that credit. LFG. LFG. All right. Uh, well, back to Dragster yeah. and the construction. Um so the surprise of the day was arrow track being down on Iron Dragon, right? Yeah, there was a whole entire section where the supports and the track were just gone from Iron Dragon. Um, I have, though, I've seen some people posting that they do that every year. However, it's like perfectly on the exit side of like where they would need to get stuff in and out of Dragster and like right where they would potentially extend track for Dragster. So it's like... Right. So when at first, when I heard somebody state on Twitter before we before I saw it in person that I think it was El Toro Ryan had said, you know, watch out for Iron Dragon track might be missing. I was assuming that it was some of the rails because they will re-weld certain parts of the rails on on the track each season. So that's what I was thinking. And I was like, oh, they do it every year. But then when I started seeing pictures and I was like, yeah, they don't do that every year. Okay. So that's, that was the difference that I was missing. Yep. Yeah. The fact that full supports were gone, like they yeah. were literally laying on the ground in There's the middle no, of the Dragster construction. Yeah. And that just, it, it screams to me, this has to do with Dragster. Why else would they do that? Because it's been... They built that, and I think it was, I don't know off the top of my head, 1987, and they've never done something like that that I'm aware of. Yeah, it's so, got to be something bigger, for sure. I, I'm assuming that they have to get equipment back there that couldn't get back there with the supports, and the track obviously has to come down if you have to remove a support. So I'm thinking maybe, I don't know, maybe something to do with putting footers in or something like that. I don't know. 
in in the water area. Yeah. I don't know. But it's definitely it's interesting. And it it really makes me question. I know there's been some um speculation that they're going to extend the track a little bit. And it, it really makes me question that because yeah. It's it's definitely fishy that, that that many supports and that much of the track was gone from Iron Dragon. They can't yeah. and that like would it be worth it to do if you weren't like extending the track to dragster? Like right. that's gotta cost a lot of money. Right. And would you really put invest if this was something that was Iron Dragon related? I, I assume that that's gonna be cost a ton if you had to replace that amount of stuff on a very old coaster. And also, would you leave the supports just sitting in Dragster's yeah. construction zone? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like it, it's definitely fishy. I definitely feel like it has something to do with Dragster. Um, and I really, I, I kind of hope that it means that they're going to extend the layout a little bit. If I'm being honest, I think that, that would be very interesting. Like right now, Strata to me is like not worth the the wait. Like, yeah, it's really cool. You go up four hundred feet and come feet and come down, and it's done before you even even processed it started. Yeah, like it's it's not one that I love. I think that with an extended layout, though, it would be super interesting. Yeah, it's definitely fun to ride the Stratas with first time riders. Um, just to see their reaction to those launches. I rode it with my dad for the first time last year and uh, he was not ready, not ready at all. Yeah. Because especially if you're not an enthusiast like that, that is a really hard to stomach coaster. Um, for sure. Yeah. And just so, and if you've been living under a rock and don't know exactly what is going on with dragster, they have, all the track gone from just about where it starts to go up the top hat and back everything. Um, the station is all got like everything, but the overhang, the roof of it is gone. Um, all the cement, everything. Um, that really screams to me. There's some, it's going to be way different than yeah. it's not just a launch change. Yeah. I really do hope it is though. I, I yeah. really do because those having the world like having the world's tallest coasters is really cool, but you can yeah. do so much more. Like, yeah, and then there's always the um, ever growing rumors of corkscrew being removed, and then they took out Matterhorn and Scrambler that are all right there, and if you take out corkscrew there you have so much room there for something i don't know what but they they are definitely preparing to do something down that midway i feel yeah i do feel like though that if that had to do with dragster they probably would have started with corkscrew already corkscrew oh, yeah. was not touched when we were there. i think those are two separate pro projects for that midway yeah i could see that because it when it comes down to it i feel like corks corkscrew they were really cool for when they were created and they were really cool um really that was that was it no for i guess i guess if you love arrows they're cool but like they're i they're not what's drawing you there no and uh i don't ride corkscrew anymore because that is very janky and if you want a good a good headache go ahead and ride it yeah, I have not written Corkscrew. Corkscrew, I, it didn't make it in my four hours because I spent 45 minutes in Dragster's line. Um, it did not make it into my, 40, my four hours, my first visit, and it was closed for my second visit. So I have not written Corkscrew. But I, I can imagine it's a really old arrow. And right, I'm not crazy. It is an arrow, right? You are correct, yep. Yeah. So it's just a really old arrow. It's going to be really janky. Do it for the credit, and that's it. Do it for the cred. Yep, do it for the cred. And then really before, and we're going to get into some other dragster stuff here in a little bit, kind of give you what we think might take place over there. Um, but bef you know, before I got to dragster, I mean, there was a tour of, obviously, the maintenance shop where you got to see all the uh, coaster trains broken down. Um, Maverick was naked, and I, I told him to put clothes on. 
Yeah, bro well, was making me. <laughs> I was dying at your tweet, though. Yeah. <laughs> Put some clothes on, Maverick. No. Um, but that, I always thought I always think it's interesting to see what they do to the trains every offseason and everything. Yeah. Did you notice that um, all of the like wheel assemblies were in the back of the maintenance shed, like behind Maverick? I thought that yeah. was really cool to see. It was like they took them from every train and just put them in a pile in the back of the shed. I thought that was just really random, but really cool. Yeah. And last year, and I, I don't want to bring up too much about last year, but last year um, they had this huge crate with parts. I don't know what was in it. But it, it had a shipping thing. It said Intamin. So I don't know what it was for. They said it was just parts. Then they needed just a little part. He said he needed a part this big out of that huge crate with. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's fun. Uh, they, they, they have people in there explaining all sorts of things and what they do in the offseason. Um, whoever can tell us what rule number eight was gets a shout out on next. I should say the first person that can tell us what rule number eight was gets a shout yep. out. On first next person. Because I could not figure out what rule number eight was. And it didn't seem like anyone around us in our group could figure it out either. So um, I'm very curious. What's rule number eight, guys? But you're better off than me because I didn't even see it. I didn't even oh, see the <laughs> There was a giant chalkboard and someone wrote it was huge. It said um don't forget rule number eight. I saw pictures of it afterwards. I was like, how did I miss that? But yeah, I, missed it. I was like, what the heck's rule number eight? And every time I asked someone, they were like, You gotta ask the next guy. Like, that's his job to know. And so, I was like, but you can't put that on the board. Not so <laughs> they are known to mess with people with putting cryptic things up there and, and whatnot. So it'll be interesting to know if somebody actually knows what it means. I hope they do. Cause I'm yeah. intrigued. I agree. Um, um, I also for all of the Magnum lovers that I tend to piss off. Um, I did kiss the Magnum train just a little. I gave yeah. her. A kiss. Yeah. Magnum. Oh, Magnum. Poor Maggie. I was nice <laughs> to her for one day, but that's because I wasn't riding her. Yep. And that's another one that I'll just ride with a new rider that hasn't been on it yet. But other than that, I steer clear. <laughs> I have a couple friends that like make it enjoyable to ride. I have a couple that love it so much that it's like, I, I love it. Yeah. Like I love to ride it with you. I don't, I don't love it. I love to ride it with you. I um, love it for you. Yes. I love to for you um i do however love the where the lift hill is located because i just look like an absolute fool i try to get as many people as i possibly can from the parking lot and the water park to wave at me and i literally look like i'm about to drop off of that like i look like i'm about to jump out of the train waving <laughs> at these people i look insane and i have so much fun doing it i love the location of that lift hill <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a great lift hill, and it used to be like go karts all around it and other like I think it was like an action park thing. They had all really? other pay up rides around it. Yeah, to the left of it, it was crazy. They had putt putt and not putt, yeah putt putt and go karts and all sorts of stuff over there. I had no idea. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, See, that would be so much fun. And you're like waving to the people in the go karts like that. That would be even better than the parking lot. I have the best time <laughs> waving at the people in the parking lot. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, I think we, there was a laundry room and stuff and that was about it. I think the arcade you got, we got free play. I didn't play a single thing, but, um, I did ride one of those little kid like car things because <laughs> everything else was occupied. So, um, I did use my card to ride. Um, I think it was the Paw Patrol one. Nice. Um, yeah, it was really fun. And I made car noises the whole time. That's all I did with the free play. <laughs> um, but, oh my gosh, that brings us back to the boardwalk area. Can we talk about the best thing? In How, why do I, I think I know what you're going to say. Yes, we have to talk about the best thing to come out of winter chill out. The dump truck on that cat, on the mousetrap sign, or the mouse 
Yeah, I can't even the whatever. The wild <laughs> mouth. <laughs> he has an absolute <laughs> dump truck. Yep, and in my mind, I just kept saying "Big Booty Judy." That's Big Booty Judy right there. It was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. I know you got a picture in the cheese car, but I saw that line for the cheese car, and I was like, "Oh no, no!" I'm gonna do take videos <laughs> of this dumpy cat instead. Why and, do that when you can get pictures of the cat ass, the cat I'm butt? Comparing it to. <laughs> I have a friend who has a corgi, and I, I too have a corgi. Most of you probably know that. Um, my corgi's butt is not as good as his corgi's butt. And I was literally like, why is this Why is this cat's ass thicker than your dog? Like, <laughs> he has no business. Why is daddy's ass so thick? We need to know, we need to meet the person that designed that for the top of the ride, the coaster, the hill. I need to meet that guy or that person, yeah. man or woman. I need to meet them because they did a great job. <laughs> him. I love the dumpy cat. Yep. I will now call him dumpy for the rest dumpy. of the year. I hope that's his name. Um, okay. I did also, instead of waiting for the cheese car, um, if whoever's phone is named wicked twister is listening to this, you're about to get a shout out because I sat there by the cheese car and just airdropped people. So my phone is named Talon at Dorney Park. And I just sat there airdropping people photos of Talon. <laughs> and someone had a phone named Wicked Twister. And they airdropped me back Wicked Twister photos. <laughs> it was the highlight of my day. It was, it was not me. It was, I was not that person. No, we went on different <laughs> days. I guess we didn't mention that. We were there yeah. on different days. Yep. Um, but yes, shout out to whoever Wicked Twister was for entertaining me as I sent Talon photos instead of waiting in line for Cheese Car. And I will say, very good choice of names for your phone, person, whoever you are. Yeah. I, like I, I can respect it, especially since it's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. We love a good history name. Yep, because, you know, if you, always, if you go back and look at the past posts that I did way back when they were going to remove it, it was... Long live Wicked Twister. That's my phrase for Wicked Twister. So, yeah, there's that. But the, uh, what is that? The Grand Pavilion? That place is huge. Oh, yeah. That place is going to be like, oh, it's... wait. Is that the place we have lunch? No. So that's Lakeside Pavilion. The Grand Pavilion is the one they're building. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yep. That place is going to be insane. And, I'm so excited to like middle of the day, get a beer and like go in that outside area and just like look over mm -hmm. um, Lake Erie. Like that's going to be so cool. Yeah, I agree. I didn't know what to expect starting out because they were putting it like right behind giant wheel, the Ferris wheel. And I was like, why would you put something? Why would you put it right behind there? But it looks great. And I can't wait to see the finished product and all the, in the uh, the Q and A section or session or whatever we had, they kind of went over all the food options that they're going to have there, and I don't remember any off the top of my head, yeah. but it sounds pretty good. I remember thinking that they sounded pretty good, and I was excited to try it. But yeah, yeah. I can't remember offhand what they were going to be. Um, but yeah, I definitely think between the bar, the restaurant, like it's going to be a really cool spot to go yeah. for sure. Um, and being right on the water, you're probably going to get a really nice breeze there too. Yep. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I heard bar and patio, and I was like, okay, that's all I need. Yes, it reminded me a lot of the draft bar at Bush Gardens Tampa. That's like one of my favorite theme park bars ever. Yeah. Um, and it reminds me a lot of that. And that is where I spend 99% of my time at Bush Gardens Tampa. So I expect that I will be spending a lot of my time at Cedar Point at the new bar. Yeah. And then another few things um from the like the q a little meeting or whatever they had um some things are leaving the park this year um which yeah, was, rick mac daddy yeah mm -hmm. the mac shack is going bye-bye you know i never ate there but <laughs> i never did either but i also didn't like i didn't know it existed i definitely would have eaten there um yeah 
nothing lasts very long in that building because before it was Mac Shack, it was Pink's Hot Dogs, and that was there a few years. And then before that, it was something else. And then they just keep changing that building out. Um, well, I, don't know I feel if- like it's so close to the front that, like, I didn't – like, I really didn't know it was there. It's a really bad location. Yeah, it's hidden for sure. Yeah. It really I back in there. And then Chick-fil-A going bye-bye. Yeah, but I feel like that wasn't really news. That was going bye-bye from all of the Cedar Fair parks. I was kind of shocked that they announced that like it was news. <laughs> um, I was like, I thought that was just common knowledge at this point, but okay. Yeah. And if you don't know, well, now you do know, the contract ended. So it's all Cedar Fair parks, are, I believe, are getting rid of their Chick-fil-A's. Um, and I think I just, and this is kind of off topic here, but I believe Subway also their contract is over with Cedar Fair as well. Oh, I don't even know if I knew that there was subways. Mm -hmm. There was, there was one that that left last year or two years ago from Cedar Point. Now it's leaving Kings Island. So I assume that's not confirmed that the contract's over. I just, I know that Kings Island is possibly removing theirs. So. Okay. That would make sense. Yep. So um, other than that, the biggest thing I think that I found out in this Q and a session is Forbidden Frontier is not opening next year. Yeah, so I, if I'm being honest, I didn't know it existed. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, like, I didn't really have many thoughts on that. But the reaction from everyone on Twitter was kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's practically brand new. And I feel like it costs a lot of money to get all these, like, things that people can do and they obviously hired a lot of people to run this area because there was like games and interactions with employees that dressed up in character and were all over this whole area and i feel like you know that that was that opened in 2019 and then obviously i'm sure the pandemic did not help and then it just is like i i never went in there i was like this is not interesting to me yeah but Again, that's one of those things that as much as like we as adults and as enthusiasts don't like. Yep. From my understanding, it was a kid's area, right? Yeah, it was mostly kid's area. Mm-hmm. I, actually, the whole thing was for the ch- for kids. So um, Yeah, so it is kind of sad to see that because I don't see Cedar Point where it stands right now with none of the changes. I just don't see it being a great kid park. It's- yeah. It's more of a thrill park for sure. It is. And I feel like, I mean, they have three, three kids areas, um, which has rides. They all have rides. I don't know why this didn't go over well with the park and like with the general public and kids and everybody, I guess the, what they're saying is like, um, you know, footsteps or feet, people matter, you know, and that's what they show. Like there was not very many people going back in there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's kind of surprising to me, but I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of is like kind of tucked back in there where Shoot the Rapids was right across from the, the petting zoo or the petting barn or whatever. So it, it, I can tell that, you know, there's possibly that people would just walk on by not knowing. And they may have also thought that Forbidden Frontier was the Sky Coaster because it sits right in front of it, right behind the sign. So it sat back there awkwardly and I don't think a lot of people knew it was there to be honest. Yeah. I, like I said, I had no idea. Um, yeah, I had no clue it was there. Yeah. But I can't, was there anything else? I don't think there was anything else from the meeting that, or the little Q and a session, but, yeah, I uh, don't think there's anything else I can remember. I feel like that, I feel like it was really quick. They did a good job at just like, here's the news real quick. And then we know you want to get out of here. So, so yeah. And how about when, when Tony Clark, he was doing his little slide slideshow thing and there was a picture of dragster and said, Oh, don't mean to show that. And then moved on past it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. They were definitely messing with everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was funny. That did make me laugh. Yeah. At least this year they didn't say, don't ask any questions about dragster. Cause they did that last year. <laughs> Well, at this point, like, there's yeah. no, there's no beating around the bush. Like, dragster is in pieces. Especially when you let us walk right up to it. <laughs> yeah, they took down like all of the construction walls, so we really were like 
it, almost in the construction. Yeah, like, I mean, we were, we're all the way, but like we were there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, practically almost right up to where you would stand at the wall where the station was. Yeah, almost exactly. right there. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I think that was that was it about for the tour. Yeah, that's all I can really think of. Um, yeah, so I think that wraps up like our recap. We did get a decent amount of questions if we want to mm -hmm. go through those. Um, let's see. The first one here coming from Theme Park Predictions is asking, what are our predictions? Hi, Brandon. Um, you want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So... I was thinking about this for a while today and I feel like there's definitely going to be a spike. There's going to be a swing launch. Everyone's going to get a rollback. Finally, after all these years and hundreds of rides, I'll finally get a rollback. <laughs> and I don't know if there'll be much more track added after that. I predict my prediction is just the swing launch, the spike, the spike will be twisted paying homage to the one and only wicked twister um i predict and i know this is going against everything that a lot of people think that's happening but i think intamin is still at the helm of this project and i hope it is um but yeah i think it's just the spike and i don't think they're gonna do anything crazy i don't think it's gonna be a huge huge layout extension after that i just can't see them putting that much money into it but maybe i'm wrong so um this is kind of going off of yours but what if the spike what if the heartline roll is missing from that field because they're gonna use it for the spike <laughs> <laughs> this is the most bullshit i've ever come up with <laughs> I, I have been stuck. El Toro Ryan tweeted and he's like, they're going to put the Heartline roll from Maverick onto the um, like break run, I think he said. And I'm like, that's what they're going to do. I'm I'm convinced. And now it's missing. So they're going to put it on the spike. I No, no, that's it. That's done. But actually, it's going to be Top Thrill Talon. I will not accept anything else. Top Thrill Talon. Top Thrill Talon. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, um, but personally, like a serious answer, I, I, I have no idea. Um, yeah. If I'm being honest, I don't even have a thought. Um, what you said, I've heard, and I think it would be really fun for sure. Um, but yeah, I just don't really, I don't know why, but I'm like, anything can kind of make a strata better. So I'm like, I'm not that concerned about it. Whatever they choose to do, I think I'm going to be happy with compared to like just your standard strata. Yeah, and I definitely feel that it's going to be more reliable with LSMs because um, you're not going to launch it any other way. And I don't think SNS is at the helm of this and it's not going to be air compressed launch. So yeah. Um, Got to be LSMs, and I think it's going to be it's going to be great. It's going to be more reliable. The only thing I worry about is the capacity if it's a swing launch. So, yeah, I will say that that is my. I guess that is my one prediction. I do think they're going to go LSM. I don't think that there's really any other route at this point. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Uh, there shouldn't be any other route, really, if you're not using SNS. Yeah, exactly. All right. So our next one is what different ideas would you love Cedar Point to do for future winter chill out that they haven't done before? Um, I personally don't think I'm in a good spot to answer this. So I'm going to leave this one off for you, Chris. Well, let's see. I think we sh I think I would like to do and I know that a lot of people aren't into it, but definitely add some stops in the water park and kind of see maybe how the like wave pool works and how they create waves, you know, that giant machine or whatever that's in the back of that building. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, what else would there be? I don't know. Obviously we can't do, we, there's no way you could do lift walks with that many people in, in the winter time. It could be pretty hazardous. I bet. 
Yeah, and it's usually pretty snowy there too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for the most part. There was a year that I went and it was like 50 degrees. Well, it was like, oh, I'm sorry, it was like 60 degrees and raining. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We did we've done a lot of things. I just think it would be cool to I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. There's so many things you you do uh that I've done there in during the winter chill house. Obviously, I like to do the other end of Maverick's launch tunnel. They did that one year and then stopped. The year I missed, they they did the launch tunnel at the far end where it shoots out over the water. I would love that. Oh, that would have been really cool. Yeah. And you don't realize stand, you know the parts of the track that you can see from wherever the paths are. Intamin box track is huge and it is, it's huge. Um, and just seeing that shoot out of that tunnel would have been awesome. But I think, I think definitely more, more Maverick tours. That'd be sweet. Yeah. So that actually brings us into our next question is what ride tours would you like to see happen next year? Um, mine is definitely Maverick. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of Maverick, so I'm going to go with an oddball and say Raptor. I think that would be fun. Green Talon. Yeah, Green Talon. Green, Green Talon. Talon tour would be cool. You know, that's that was my first invert ever, so why not? That that would be cool. Um, so I'm actually, if I had a second um, answer, I'm actually going to do one that I think will shock everyone. I'd really love to see Steel Vengeance um, because as much as I don't love that ride, it is beautiful. And the way that the track goes into the structure, yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Being able to get up close and personal with Steel Vengeance would be absolutely amazing. I agree. That'd be fun. Um, well, it was two years ago. We got to walk in the, the infield. Oh, the infield. I thought you were about to bring up the Maverick Tunnel. And I was like, I can't talk about the Maverick Tunnel. Nope. The the past two years they had the opposite end of the launch tunnel where you go into it, but you do, you can't go in farther. So that was just you got to stop right at the end and that was it. But you're um, still right there. But I'd like to be I'd like to see the other end. But yeah, Steel yeah. Avengers would be cool. Yeah that that one would be super cool for me. Um. Okay. So then we have how does the boardwalk section theming? Um, looks so far compared to Jungle Expedition at um, Kings Dominion. Zero. There's, I mean, there's no theming whatsoever right now, so I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, so right now, like where the construction stands right now, I agree. There's not really much theming at all. However, I do think, I feel like this one is kind of uh, easy out for Cedar Fair. They're on mm -hmm. a beach. This building looks very Jersey style beach and they're putting in a wild mouse. Like yeah. if they do nothing else, it's going to look like a boardwalk theme. Um, so I feel like this theming is probably going to be pretty good, but it's also something that needs zero effort. Yeah. And we know that, you know, Cedar fair doesn't always have the best track record when it comes to theming uh but they have been a lot better so i have very high hopes for the boardwalk area to actually feel like an ocean boardwalk um i don't know if there's something they can do to make the cement like stamp it so it looks like wood boards something like that that'd be pretty cool yeah i hope they do something to do a boardwalk that would i think be the one thing that makes or breaks it for that yeah. section because it has yeah. everything else you even have the seagulls they're annoying as shit over there yeah. like don't feed the seagulls please don't feed them yeah definitely don't feed them but they the boardwalk theme is super easy as long as they put some board down yeah. they're gonna it, be good it's hard to mess up a boardwalk i feel yeah especially when you're on a beach with the seagulls like yeah. if they mess this one up they're not allowed to do anything else like i revoke yeah. their privileges yeah um all right i think we're good to move on so the next one is most memorable moment of the event Hmm. The most memorable moment of the event probably for me would be inside the Millie tunnels. Yeah. I think it's pretty safe to agree for that one. And walking underneath the lift hill of, of millennium forest. 
that was yeah cool. i really liked walking in the lift hill um for that for sure um and hugging millie i mm -hmm. hugged millie's support it was a lot different to do when i was sober at 10 o'clock in the morning um but hugging millie in the tunnel was super fun mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I wasn't there with anybody, so it was just myself. So I couldn't get a picture of me hugging Millie. I wish I could have, but I got to you know at least take some pictures. So I always have those. Yes, <laughs> at least you have them. That's right, exactly. Um, so this one, I, we kind of talked about this, so this one's going to be really quick. But this one says, um, "How fast did Tony Clark shut down dragster questions? He did not this year." Yeah. I they did a little thing where you have to you could text in questions um, in my group. Nobody really asked questions about Dragster, and it, when if somebody did, I feel like it was just like, you know, we already told you what we know, and you know it's opening in twenty twenty four, so just wait. <laughs> yeah, and we did have a couple like I can't remember what the question was or the answer if I'm being honest, but I do remember we had one texted in question where they gave like a comical response and I was just like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But they weren't yeah. like, absolutely don't talk about dragster. Like they knew dragster was in pieces. So they yeah. were just having fun with us at that point. Yep. All right. And this might be my favorite. Um, these are winter chill out related questions. We do have a handful of other ones as well. Um, but did Jen convince Cedar Point to rename Raptor to Talon? Um, I did not, but I will no longer be referring to that Talon variation as Raptor. It is Green Talon. Green Talon. Green Talon. Is it also like your the logo for St. Patrick's Day? Like Green Talon is St. Patrick's Talon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, honestly, Green Talon was just like the the earliest name variation um or like talent name variation and it wasn't very creative i already have like six thousand more creative things but i have so many videos of me going oh my god talent at thorny park or like this is green talent that i'm like now i can't rename it so this one has a boring name i do have better names i definitely have better talent names we'll do that in another episode but yes i am very um, intrigued Yes, I have some really good ones. I do have to say that I think my favorite one is um, Floofy Dog Talon. Floofy Dog Talon. Yes, it's Pyrenees. Okay. And these are all BM inverts? Yes. Okay. I went through a whole entire list and I gave them a talon variation. I'm excited um, to know which one is with that name. <laughs> but like you said, we're getting into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you know what a Pyrenees dog is? Yes, I do. Yeah. So they're super floofy. So it's floofy yep. dog talon. Um, yep. All right. So then there are like a couple super quick ones. Oh, and before I forget, before I forget, I wanted to take the time to shout out to the drunk riders because in their latest podcast that came out a couple days ago, they mentioned... You know, they shouted us us out. So shout out to them. Um uh Marcus and and I'm drawing a blank here. Tom Mark. Mark. <laughs> it's um uh, Marcus, Mark, and Mike. Um, I will, however, say that Mike is not a daddy. Mike did lose his daddy status. Um and I did have absolute rage in him calling Talon Mid. So um, I thank that and I was like, oh. you, Marcus and Mark, but Mike, your thank you is a little iffy. Mm. Sorry, guys. Um, but you beat me to it because our first non-winner chill-out related question is, when are we joining Buzz Bars? Um, as soon as I get paid. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, and I have to rejoin Buzz Bars. I will be rejoining them because, obviously, I adore the drunk riders. They're super mm -hmm. fun. They ship posts as much as me. So I guess I have to join their club. Yeah, same here. And uh, I don't – I think Marcus used to live in the Columbus area but has since moved on at somewhere else in Ohio. But it was pretty cool that he lives so close. I was like, that's cool, man. Yeah. I, I'm not super, super familiar with where they're all located, but yeah. Um, yeah. The, this one is a 
This one, um, this is from K.I. Taylor. Um, I'm actually going to save this one for another time because I think it is going to um, prompt a more in-depth discussion that we really just don't have time for today. Um, but it's a pretty good question. So yeah. we're going to save it for another time for sure. Um, but let's see what the next one is. We have um, Coasters and Brews with Y Talon. Mm. I don't know. I mean, that's that's all you. I got to get that credit this year. So Talon has been my favorite invert since I wrote it. Um, and I've annoyed my friends with that for two years. And I love it because it's a, it is the perfect amount of intense positives, but pops of relief and airtime. Um, whereas you have like Talon of the Alps and Kraft Mac and Cheese Talon that <laughs> I think Talon I have an idea. And Kraft Mac and Cheese Talon um, are intense all the time. And that's just not the style of invert that I like. So I really, really enjoy Talon, obviously. And if I had to choose a second one, which is getting into the next question, the next question is um, what is your favorite invert other than Talon? Um, Mine is actually Top Gun Talon, which is at Carowinds. You guys can put that together if you need to. Um, but Top Gun Talon is number two for me. So I, I I keep having to switch mine because every time I ride one, I like it more than I like the other one. And I keep switching them back and forth. But um, I assume that you mean Mac and Cheese Talon. And I'm saying that might be my favorite one at the moment. But Top Gun Talon, oh, it, every time I write it, I move it back up to number one. So it is currently my number one. And then Mac and Cheese Talon, I think that's the way, if I'm thinking right. And then, yeah, then Green Talon. Yeah, you're really going to need my reference sheet. Um, <laughs> Mac and Cheese Talon is Montu. Yep, yep. Okay, perfect. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Half mac and cheese talent. So yeah, I can agree. Top Gun talent is really, really good. Um, uh, this one, I am gonna, I have to give it Bryant, but Bryant says, "Can Jen go a whole episode without mentioning talent?" Absolutely, but that will not be today, obviously. Yeah, I said I can go a whole episode without mentioning talent. Uh, I'm I'm gonna wait and see if we can go a whole episode without you saying talent. <laughs> We're gonna have to plan it because I have too many I have too many good It just pops in and you just have to put it out there, right? If it's not planned, talent's just yeah. like, oh, I gotta, gotta put talent fits right there perfectly. Talent fits right there. Talent fits <laughs> everywhere, it's fine. Yep, there you go. Um, and that brings us to our last non-winner chill out related question. And this one might be my favorite from Zooter Loopers. Um, Zooter Loopers asks, what is Ahsoka's favorite treat? <laughs> Ahsoka loves people. People food wise, Ahsoka loves um, cheese hmm. and ice cream and chicken. And dog wise, um, probably bully sticks. Yeah. And that, yeah, those are Ahsoka's favorite treats. So that was my favorite one. That's awesome. Those are good treats, especially ice cream and chicken. I like those ones. Yeah, ice cream and chicken are definitely up there for me, too. Mm -hmm. And cheese cups specifically. She likes cheese cubes specifically from Bucky's for all our Florida or Florida visiting people. Um, my girlfriend knows that Bucky's means she gets a cheese cup. So mm. she's also a big fan of Bucky's. I still have yet to gain a Bucky's credit, so hopefully that'll change this year. Yeah, you gotta get to Bucky's. They're really yep. good. They're kind of crazy, but they're fun. All right, so that brings us to the end of our episode. Yep, we are here, and we hope you enjoyed it. And hopefully, that you know this conversation about winter chill out and how those uh, those tickets, all those proceeds go to a kid again. So hopefully, next year we'll see you there. Yeah, it's definitely worth the event. It's worth, um, like we said, all of it goes to a kid again. So it's 100% worth the ticket price and worth the effort to get out there. It's for a great cause. Um, yeah, we definitely hope to see you in 2024. 
Um, and if you liked this episode, we would really appreciate it if you could like and subscribe as well as um, head on over to our social media. We can found, uh, be found at Theme Park Stand Podcast on Instagram and TTPS underscore podcasts on Twitter. Yep. And we are very active on those. So come hang out. Yeah. Have fun with us. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. We hope that you have a great day. And we'll see you next time. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.